All right, welcome to today's podcast. And what we're talking about today is how do you get yourself to overeat? And I know that sounds like a strange question and I'm asking it intentionally because I want to come at this from a different angle. You're so focused on how to stop yourself from overeating that you've come to believe that you always want to overeat, that you're always going to overeat and that you're just able to stop yourself sometimes. And I'm going to challenge that by suggesting that you need a very specific situation to overeat, right? What I guess what I'm saying is that you have very specific patterns of when you overeat. It's not all the time. Um, it's very specific times. And instead of trying to just stop yourself from overeating, what I would suggest instead is to start paying attention to the process, to the pattern um, that you follow to get yourself to overeat when you do it. Because I think what you're going to find is it's not all the time. And I think you're thinking that you're always overeating all the time. I think you're going to find that that's not true, that it has to be a very specific situation. Now, how do we identify this? Well, I would suggest first off that you start to zoom out a little bit from your behaviors and don't get stuck in, oh, well, this night I ate M&Ms and this night I ate popcorn and this night I ate ice cream. Stop looking at them as all different overeatings and zoom out a little bit and say, okay, here's a pattern. Here's a habit of overeating. And you might overeat something on Monday, something different on Tuesday, something different on Wednesday. So days are the first thing that we want to notice, time. Um, times a day, days a weeks when you typically overeat. Because again, we want to recognize the patterns of what's going on here. You're bringing more awareness to this process instead of just thinking you always have to stop yourself. You can't stop yourself. If you don't really understand what the process is. So the first thing we want to look at is times. When is this behavior happening? Right. The next one we we'll look at is people, right? Who is there or who's not there? Sometimes um, when you're overeating, it might be when you're alone, right? You may sneak off somewhere, overeat, and then get rid of the evidence. You may be around other friends, and that's when you overeat. So again, we want to stalk this behavior, time, friends, um, place, right? So where are you? So typically when you overeat, where are you at? It might be in your car. It might be sitting on the sofa watching TV. Maybe at the kitchen table. Again, it's different for each person. So you need to understand your own patterns. Now, you may have a few of these, right? Most people do. Um, but again, time, people, place, and finally, mood. What moods tend to trigger your overeating? Could be boredom, could be frustration, um, could be anger. It could, it could be literally any emotion. And it's not just the negative ones. It could also be positive ones. It could be Friday night. Well, it feels like it's a reward. Right. So that's my, my time to celebrate the end of the week and reward myself for a hard, you know, worked week. And so as we start to break down the bad habits into specific patterns, and then you break them down a little bit more into these four areas of time, place, people, mood, what happens is you start to realize that there's almost a subconscious recipe that you're following in order to get yourself to overeat. Because notice you're not overeating just spontaneously. Right. So a lot of people, they're not overeating in the morning or before lunch, right? It's usually afternoon, evening is, is the big times. And so you want to notice that pattern. I had a client um, yesterday talking about how sometimes they just go and eat a whole bag of jelly beans. And so the jelly beans, um, they said, okay, well, I can't stop myself from overeating them. And so as we went deeper into it, it turned out they needed to, it only happened at night and it was usually when they were alone. And they were sitting watching TV. And so almost in a trance, mindlessly eating these jelly beans. And the idea of, um, I'll give you this concept of, of unstacking your habits, where instead of 
um, instead of stacking your habits, like, like James Clear talks about, where we put one habit, new habit on top of an old one, this one, we want to separate it. So if you do have an overeating habit, you the first step doesn't have to be stopping the, the food. The first step can just be eating the food in a different place. You know, So for this person here, I said, don't worry about not eating the jelly beans, eat them, but make sure that you eat them at the kitchen table. Right. So you're unstacking that behavior pattern. And what they will find is that that whole behavior takes on a whole different feeling and meaning. OK, it's not just that you're really hungry and you need to eat everything. There's a whole behavior pattern going on there. And the more you understand these components of it, of time, people, places, moods, then you understand the patterns of what's going on. Oh, every time I get angry, I start eating that. Every time that it's uh, you know eight o'clock at night, I start doing this. And again, some of these can be stacked together. Um, so as you start to kind of stalk your behavior and you understand it in more and more ways and you bring this awareness to it, you simultaneously increase your ability to start creating better strategies to not do it. All right. But the first step is really understanding how do you get yourself to overeat and ask the question, how come I'm not doing this at other times of the day? It starts to run in patterns, similar, you know, patterns recurring, um, pay attention to that. And, uh, yeah, I think you're going to find that it's a quite an enlightening experience to look at things this new way. All right. Um, so if anyone has any questions, feel free to ask him. Let me see. Angela, let's see. I'm not sure if you remember what my process was going to be, but I'm confused to why I haven't really seen the scale drop. I'm not sure if you remember what my process was going to be. I don't. Oh yeah. 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 I, that, Angela. Yes. I think you wrote and it sounded kind of intense. Is that correct, Angela? If you're still on here, I feel like it was kind of an intense calorie drop. I can't remember the specifics of it now. Um, Confused to why I haven't really seen the scale drop. Let me see. Is that you? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So Angela, I wish I wish you could write that. I kind of I kind of forget. I vaguely remember. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Down to twelve hundred thirteen calories. Thirteen hundred calories. Um, you were going to work out a, a pretty decent amount, right? Uh, and I forget the other details of it. But I knew as soon as I saw the twelve to thirteen hundred calories, because I feel like that was a big drop for you too. I, I thought you were saying. You're at a higher number and you're going to cut this down. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Fasting on top of it. So, you know, I, I don't know. Like all I can tell you, and I told you this, I told you when you asked me this, right, on one of the lives, I said, that's a big drop. And what happens when we make a big drop, which is pretty much every diet, um, every diet pretty much that I know is usually in the ballpark of a 50, 60% calorie cut day one, you know, because of course every diet is really built around the idea of fast weight loss, you know, and, and getting quick results. And what happens is when you orient yourself that way is you choose a plan that you can't really do it for very long, you know? And then, um, <laughs> she said, I've been really, really dedicated though. So I'm just a little bit confused. I'm going to give you my theory and, and I may, may or may not like it. Um, but basically sometimes I see this where people, they cut the calories really low. They're really intense with fasting or working out. They're doing everything perfectly and they don't really lose much weight. I, I can't speak to this because scientifically there's not really much explanation. I mean, you say, oh, it's cortisol, you know, the stress hormone kind of keeping the weight on. I don't know. I don't know if that's true, but I can tell you it's a pattern I've seen where people do the diet thing and they're so strict and the weight doesn't come off the way they expect it to. And it's not until they get to this place of accepting that they're going to eat and live in a different way, then they start to release the weight. So I, I don't know. You know what I mean? I can't, ex I can't scientifically explain that. The cortisol thing is the closest thing I've kind of seen to that. Um, yeah. How do I get rid of that? I mean, you know, see, here's the thing though. You know, it's like, you're, you're just teetering. You know what I mean? Like I always say like that diet, like what you're doing, it must feel like you're kind of on a tightrope, 
right? Where it's like you're fasting and you're eating perfectly and you're working out and you got your calories low and you're not losing weight. Um, I'm thinking about it a lot. Yeah. I mean, the thinking about a lot, sometimes we get so obsessed, especially with weight loss, because, you know, people think about their weight almost like, um, they, they think like it's a bank account, like credits and debits, right? In calories in, calories out. Um, but it's much more like the stock market because you have all these hormonal signalings and you know brain functions going on. There's there's so much factors going in that, that influence your weight. And so sometimes I think like when you when you get so stressed and you're so tense about losing the weight, it just seems counterproductive for some reason. And again, I haven't seen satisfactory scientific explanation for why that is, but I've seen it as a pattern over and over and over and over again. You know, and especially in the short term, because how long has it been? I mean, I'm enjoying it though. To be honest, I don't feel restricted and I'm not having cravings for other food. I can feel my mind is focused. The only thing that is bothering me is the scale. Um, how long have you been doing it for? I'd be curious to know that. Because I think it's been what, two weeks, three weeks? I kind of lose track of time here with, with when you wrote that to me. But it does get to a deeper point that, again, if we sometimes when we, um, yeah, okay, 13 day, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> but yeah, of course you're impatient. I, I mean, it's not, it's not your fault. I mean, like everyone in the weight loss game, you know, we've all been so conditioned with diets to think about weight loss in such a short term time period. I always say this, that most people think of their weight loss in terms of days, weeks, maybe months. You know, I'm over here with my clients. We're thinking about weight loss in terms of years, decades and forever, you know? And so, you know, 13 days. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, who knows? Are you weighing yourself every day? By the way, that's one thing. I talk about this all the time because there's fluctuations in weight, you know? So there's different things that can factor into if it seems like the weight's not coming off. And especially within 13 days. Yeah, you're weighing yourself every day. Is there much fluctuation in the weight at all day to day? I'm curious about that. But um, here's the main point. 13 days doesn't mean shit. Hate to tell you. 13 days, that's what's been even more frustrating. What, what? Tell me. Lots of fluctuations. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. But I'm just telling you, and, I, and you might as well do it now. And I told you this before. I remember when I answered that question, 13 days. And I, don't, I don't want this to be heartbreaking to you, but 13 days doesn't mean shit. It doesn't mean nothing. Who cares? Who gives a shit if you lost five pounds, 10 pounds? Like, it's like, can you maintain it? Because you're, you're counting the days. You I mean, like in prison with the, you know what I mean? The check marks, every fifth one you do slide through. And you're so oriented to just losing weight in the short term that it's, it's just a temporary thing. At best, it's going to be a temporary fix because- you know, you're saying that you don't really mind and all the rest of it, but at the same time, you're so tracking, you know, the days and everything. And, um, you know, this is what I, I worked on. I work on my clients all the time. It's like, let's get it so that the way you're living feels a lot better and you want to continue living this way, you know, because ultimately the weight, again, you don't want to lose weight. You want to live at that goal weight, you know, and you're, you're still in that weight loss mindset, you know, where, um, it's just a hard place to be. It's, it's like, again, it feels like walking a tightrope. It's like an endurance test. How long can I do this for? How long have I been doing it? What's my results? And it's so like, you know, and I, I know we're all impatient in the beginning, you know, but I always say to people, use that impatience and apply it to the big picture. Because when we get fixated on short-term results, we, we get in this, this thing that you're in right now, where it's like, you're so focused on every pound and you're just like, you know, just, just, oh, it's going to come off. And, what? And, you're, and you're using the weight loss as motivation to do this crazy plan. You know, and it just feels like it feels unsustainable. It doesn't feel like something you want to live with for a long time. You know, um, I feel like I'm just tracking the days because I'm not seeing what I want to see, if that makes sense. No, I get that. But it's because you're purely oriented. You're, you're very conditional. 
you know? So it's like, well, I'll keep living this way and doing this as long as I start to see the scale soon. I better see the scale start, start moving quick. It's like, if you want to learn the piano, you know, it's like, if, if there's some kid and he's like, okay, um, we're going to get you piano lessons. And the kid goes, fine, I'll play the piano, you know, I'll, but I better be good after a month or I'm quitting. You know what I mean? Like, what would you say to that kid? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Give it a month and, and see if you get any better. And then if you're not any good, you should quit. Right. Would you say that to the kid? Or would you say, no, no, listen, this is, this is a long-term thing. You got to, you know, dedicate yourself to it, you know, kind of get yourself in the habit of practicing and, and you get better and better over time. But when it's for weight loss, we're just so conditional. If we don't lose weight in 13 days, it's like, you know, you're, you're ready to quit and you're just so anxious and there's so much anxiety and nervousness. And, you know, it's just, it's a, it's an unpleasant state to be in, you know? And um, it's all oriented towards that scale moving down. So you've been living this way. I don't know if you feel better or not. You know what I mean? So my program, I'm like, we're working on things like sleeping better, hydration, nourishing your body, things that make you feel better now. So the scale, we set ourselves up. The scale may move in 30, 13 days. It may move, not move in 13 days. It may not move for two months, but it doesn't matter because you feel so much better. You know, and I know it's a little different. I know you're younger. And so it's a little bit different when you're younger. It's harder because, you know, you got energy and <laughs> it's a different thing slightly. But um, you have to just take a step back and realize if you keep orienting yourself to short term goals, what will happen is you'll probably get in that cycle exactly like you're in. And it just gets a bigger and bigger cycle as you get older, <laughs> where um, you can't lose the weight as quickly anymore. You can't do the diet to get it off. And it doesn't matter because it's always this short term approach that keeps you stuck repeating. It's like a hamster wheel. And the longer time frame you make it, you know, the more you set yourself up for long-term success. I can't say anything I'm happier about than when at 19, I really committed to long-term success. I want to live at my goal weight for the rest of my life. And I want to do it in a way that feels really good to me. So everything was oriented towards that goal. So here I am almost 50 years old and I'm always just tweaking, defining and optimizing and making my lifestyle better, my eating better and better and better. And my weight stays exactly where I want it to be, you know, but, but it's oriented because I've created plans that work for me. So do you like eating 1,213 calories a day? Do you like working out the way you're doing? Do you like fasting, right? Because if you don't, then you're doing it just to lose weight and it's not going to last. Me, I love drinking my water every day. I love eating my breakfast, my lunch that I eat every day. You know, I, I love living the lifestyle I'm living, behaving the way I'm behaving. And so even if I stopped losing weight or if I put some weight on, I would still live this way you know, but anyway, so, so you just, it's just, just the game you're playing. You know what I mean? Like it is hard. Um, Hey Susan. All right. I started the program Sunday. I'm so happy. I made the commitment to me. Yeah. Yeah. Susan. That's all, so awesome. Um, so make sure you get on those calls. All right. Cause we, we um, that, that's one of the key parts, you know what I mean? Get on those calls and, and, and get on the phone with me here or on the, the, the videos with me on the scale, but I can see some changes in my body. My stomach has gotten smaller. Yeah. Again, I'll tell you this, like, this is the, the, the path is like, you have to, you have to, um, make the weight loss secondary. You, you know what I mean? Like, like, and it's not, you're not tricking yourself. You just have to realize weight loss motivation typically is not that, that good. Now it's a little different when you're younger, maybe if you're single, you know, how you look, there's a bit more motivation than when you're you know married and older, the things just change a little bit, but ultimately, how are you going to do this? You know? And if we're just like, oh, I'll do anything just to lose weight. You know, so again, 12, 13 calories is, I mean, 12, 13 calories, everything's relative, you know, to how you're doing it. And I don't know where you're at, but if you used to be at 2,400 calories and now you're down to that, that's a huge drop, you know, and that takes a little bit to get used to. And, um, I don't know, it's just, it's just jumping into it and you just want to see the, the scale move and you want to see that stuff. Um, I don't know. You know, again, I guess, I guess what I would say is this, that it's almost like you want to get yourself oriented to feeling better you know, feeling good, feeling better more than just how you look, 
you know, and, and that's a challenge to you though. How, and that's the question, how can I get myself to master my weight? How can I lose weight and get to whatever goal weight you want to live at? How can I get there in the easiest, most comfortable way possible? That's the question I began asking 30 years ago. And it's a question I keep asking and, and keep answering, you know, in new and, you know, optimized ways, but it's always based on, I'm not going to do anything I hate doing. I will never do anything I hate doing. I've done it. And I realized that it just leads me to the same place. I can't maintain it. You know, so everything now is built for long-term success and it takes a little bit longer, but you know, do you think if I stick to it, it'll be worth it? Not really. I don't, I don't think it'll be worth it. <laughs> Personally, I'm just telling you this because I, my, my, my whole professional career is littered with people that have lost weight and then put it back on. And so again, I, I just say, you know, if, if what you're doing, I mean, what, I don't know. <laughs> I just being honest. I don't know. Maybe for you, it will be, you know, I don't know. You know, if you start, I don't know. I don't know. You know, if, if you're, I, I get, I, I like to look on the inside, right? Are you happy living this way? Like, like for me, it was like personal development. You know what I mean? So a lot of my weight loss was infused with yoga. Like I started doing yoga. Um, I started doing some martial arts. Um, so it was an inside out process. You know what I mean? There was a mindset piece. There was an emotions. How can I deal with my emotions? How can I feel better? How can I live healthier? Do you know what I mean? Like, like this, and how can I master my weight? That was part of it too. But it was this inside out approach. It was a holistic approach because I didn't, anyone can just starve themselves or just work some crazy extreme plan for a little while just to get those results. And then once you get those results, I don't know, maybe, maybe, it's, you know, you're young. So maybe it's, I've done fasting. I've done raw foodism. I've done a lot of extreme things to get to this point, you know? So maybe it will be worth it to you. I don't know. You know what I mean? Maybe you'll, you'll look at such a way and then it'll change your whole life and everything will be amazing, you know? And that, that sacrifice will be worth it. You know, it's not for me to answer that, but I would ask that question to yourself, you know, is this worth it for me? You know, and, and the results I'm getting, is this worth it? Because again, if you're, you're just focusing on the scale. So another way to do what you're, what you're doing right now, get more value out of it is to say, um, what else am I developing in myself through this process? So it's not just about the fucking weight, but it becomes about, okay, I'm developing discipline. I'm testing my character. I'm working on, you know, influencing my habits. Do, do you see what I'm saying? Again, it's taking your weight loss and wrapping it in personal development. I always say that. And so by doing that, you give it more meaning, you know, because again, those are all things you're doing now, but because what you've done is, is a big shift and change in your behavior. But if all you're doing it for is just to watch that scale go down, you're just like, you're appreciating like 5% of the whole process. You know, it's like, there's so much more there you could feel good about, you know, again, like I said, discipline, you know, influencing yourself, really taking action, doing stuff. And as you start focusing on those things, you know, it might bring some more, you know, benefit, more value to what you're doing than just like, oh, let me see what the scale says, you know? Yeah, I can definitely feel the personal development. I can really say that, and I'm feeling proud. Yeah, so great. So the pride and, and feeling good about yourself, I would tap into that, you know, for sure. Um, but don't just, see, that's what I'll tell you, like that was such a big shift for me is that I wanted to lose weight, but it was more about, like, again, it was the personal development angle I took on it. And so I, like, I would do things that I knew were going to lead to weight loss, but I really looked at them and framed them as I'm going to change this behavior. And wow, self-mastery, personal change. I was really fascinated by personal change. And so how do you do that? You know, how do you change yourself? So that's how I approach this. So when I didn't eat at night, 
because that was one of my big things of snacking at night. So when I didn't snack at night, never mind what the scale would say, I already felt really proud of myself because I changed the behavior. That's what I was focusing on. Wow, look at me. I changed that. Holy cow, I didn't know if I could do that. And, and I, I did it. And then I started to get control over my behavior and I started to focus on the strategies and I started to develop my, you know, my self-image and how I thought about myself and the weight came off. But you know what I mean? But, but I was very patient with the weight because I was getting all these other benefits out of it because I was looking for them. You know what I mean? I was oriented to them because you could just ignore them. Like you said, you can make all those amazing changes that you've made for 13 days. And again, in that sense, it's, it's beneficial. See, so I want to be clear, 13 days, you know, to lose some weight and the main goal is losing weight. I don't know who gives a shit. It's just because then you can just change up put the weight back on. But what you can remember, you can get more to more value out of is appreciating um, how you've changed your behavior and how you have really started to understand yourself better. Again, it's a process of self-discovery if you allow it to be. If you just focus on the scale, starving yourself, da, 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 then you, you, you won't be on it for long. You, you know what I mean? Like, again, you're at 13 days and you feel like you're, you know what I mean? You're getting wobbly, you know? And so if it's just about the weight. It, 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 I can almost guarantee it won't work. You know, almost guarantee that, you know, it rarely does. So, and that applies to all, all of you. You know what I mean? Like you got to, again, what, what am I saying to you, Angela? I'm talking about mindset. You know what I mean? Like, again, if you keep that same mindset, like how much can I cut so I can lose the weight? You're already lost in my, in my world. You know what I mean? And I'm just being honest because I don't want you to waste your time. So again, you, you've done all this and you're just getting a, a fraction of the value out of it because all you're looking at is the, wait it's like so i run a business you know what i mean so i run a business if all i appreciate is just what money i'm making what money i'm not making and i don't appreciate any of the, the growth in the the path and the evolution that i'm going through you know what i mean to, to get to the level of success that i want then i'm just i'm just looking at this very narrow band of it you know and that doesn't make any sense so um again it always comes back to mindset with, with really everything i suppose but certainly with the weight the weight is so impacting everything and um, you're thinking in such a short-term time frame that that's always kind of a, a pathway to failure. I, I mean, just ultimately, because it's so conditional, right? Because you're saying, well, I'll keep doing this as long as I start to lose the weight, you know? And as soon as you start thinking that way, it's just a short-term time frame, you know? Um, that's what I always think anyways, you know? So, yeah. I hope this helps you, though. You know, again, I'm not... <laughs> I want to be supportive. And, and uh, like I said, you're younger. So who knows? I mean, people's motivations and you got to go through your own path, you know, to some degree. Um, but at the very least, think of some of the things I'm saying, because I promise you in 20 years, you know what I mean? That's what you want to be thinking about. I mean, I, I did that. And that was such a, a big shift for me to stop thinking, like I said, just like in the next couple of weeks, because the results you truly want, by the way, the, the results you really imagine in your mind getting are results that you get after doing this for six months or a year just to be honest, you know, um, we see people, you know, all the time that are living a life, you know, of, we, we see a lot of like in our society, we constantly are interfacing with people that a are genetic, you know, outliers just physically, um, B their whole life revolves around the way they look, you know what I mean? So they're eating and training to, to be looking like this. And then, and then they're Photoshopped a lot of times. And so we're constantly have these things in, in front of us and we do compare ourselves to them somewhat you know obviously and then we always have the diets always saying oh just do this and then you know a week you'll look totally different or you know a couple months you'll look totally different but we're looking we're always looking at people that are, their whole life a lot of times is just living that way so again what i'm trying to tell you here is that the real results you want are not 13 days away it's not just to lose a couple pounds um what you imagine in your mind i'm gonna guess is is really more like six month results, one year results, and so you want to orient yourself to longer time because that's when you start getting the results you truly want. 
you know? Um, so yeah, I'm glad you appreciate it. Glad that that helped out. So yeah, if you guys got any questions, feel free to ask them. Um, if you're here and you haven't gotten the hypnosis session that I give you for free, you should get that. It's, uh, it's in, it's uh, in my bio on TikTok and it's in my description on YouTube. Uh, my plan is to create a new healthy habit each month and build a positive on top of another positive. Now, that's a great idea. I love that plan. Yeah. So I'll tell you the healthy habits I'd suggest, right? So in my program, one of the things we work on installing is, um, yeah, yeah. So Susan, too, you know, by the way, you can, um, in the membership area, there's the office hours tab and you can listen to the office hour replays in there. So you should, speaking of self-awareness, that's what made me think of this. But so yesterday's calls in there and um, another person who just joined this week, we were talking about basically self-awareness in terms of eating. Um, I just made a, I just um, made a video about this because it's so often the self-awareness is the first thing you need to develop, you know, because you're not aware because your eating habits, most of your eating habits are subconscious, you know, and so they're, by nature, they're out of your awareness. And so we want to develop the awareness to recognize what we're doing. And you, you don't have that. Okay. Just <laughs> take my word for it. You, you don't, you don't have the awareness of what you're doing. Um, when you're eating well, you have a lot of awareness. And when you're not eating well, you don't have a lot of awareness. It's that simple. Um, because a lot of times when you're eating well, it's a very conscious eating well. And so you're aware. And so when you're doing your natural automatic routine eating that caused the problem in the first place, you're usually unaware. So a big part of this process of mastering your weight is developing awareness, which by the way, is why you practice and make sure you do this. Okay, Susan, um, go through the, the program yourself thin technique, the redo rehearsal technique. Okay. The very first thing you learn, because you want to use that every night and just start practicing it. You know, even if it's not working exactly the way you think it should, then you come to the call and I'll help you walk you through that because that redo rehearsal technique, there's a lot of things that are packed into that, that, um, strategy. But one of the big things is developing self-awareness to really understand, um, why you're doing what you do, you know, and, and when it's happening, there's a very specific subconscious programs you're running that cause you to eat the way that you eat. And uh, it's not a conscious thing you're deciding on. It's a subconscious program that you're just basically running. And so the first step is gaining awareness of what those programs are. And then we go to work on changing them, right? But the goal is to change them subconsciously, you know, so that eventually you have these subconscious programs that run automatically that allow you to live at your goal weight. You know, that, that's the point there. Um, but Kathy, that's a great idea of, yeah, adding a new habit each month. Um, I'm a big fan of that, you know, again, so yeah, so the lifestyle blueprint that we go through in the program that I always suggest to people, you can take these habits and I'll put them in order of importance, in my opinion, um, sleeping, hydration, relaxation, breathing, nourishment, movement, meditation, gratitude. And so take those any order you want. I put them in the order I think they're most important in, but um, as you start to develop those habits and you start to implement those into your life, uh, you transform yourself. You know, this is another piece of weight loss that's crazy to me is that, you know, like so many people will start their weight loss plan on a Monday and they're already completely depleted, right? They're, they're tired. They're, they're been struggling with weight for a long time. They're mentally beat down, emotionally beat down, physically beat down. And then they're going to start Monday by cutting 50, 60% of their calories out and then making things really, really hard on themselves. You know, it's the dumbest plan in the world. I mean, I'm trying to, if you get nothing else out of listening to me, please understand that, that your, your, your weight loss strategy of dieting is horseshit. I mean, it's just stupid. 
You know, it's like saying, I'm going to run a marathon tomorrow, Monday, you know? And it's like this idea that you're just gonna be able to start some weight loss plan on a Monday and do it. It's goofy to the extreme, you know? And so if you get nothing else out of this, I hope you can recognize that, you know, that you need more strategy to get the results you want, you know? And so the first strategy might be, oh my God, give yourself a month or two and implement some healthy habits. So you start to have more energy, you know, and then, you know, start to make small incremental changes in your eating, which is healthier, you know, and start to develop and build up this skill. You know, you're trying to do it all at once, you know, with the diets. And usually most people are trying to lose weight all at once, you know, by cutting all this tremendous amount of calories out and then, uh, you know, um, making it, making it last. And it never works. Like it never works for you like long-term, but you just keep doing it, you know? So you got to have some talk about self-awareness, right? So Susan had the self-awareness to go enjoy the program. So again, that's smart. But before you can get to that point, you got to take a look at like what you've been doing and realize, oh shit, this doesn't work at all. Um, you got to keep doing it. Why? Because there's a complete vacuum. You don't even have any sense of like, what else, what should you do? You know, how do I lose weight? Because ultimately your weight comes down to your mindset. You know, your mindset's the most important factor in your weight, right? I, I just made a video on this one, but more important than your genetics, your hormones, your menopause, your metabolic disorders, your whatever, your diabetes, you know, it's um, your mindset's the most important things. It's cr controlling what you're eating, you know, what you're, how you're living. And that's more important than anything else. And you don't know how to change your mindset. You never learned how to change your mindset, you know, in a practical, um, effective way. And, and that's the key thing, practicality. You know, and that, that's really what my specialty is, is, you know, never mind all the theories, you know, even psychology, psychology loves to like diagnose and they love theories and they love all this. I'm just interested in how do you get yourself to eat the way you know you should, you know, how do you get yourself to do the things you know you want to do? And, and it's, like, you know, that's what I spent my whole you know, 30 years focusing on. But until you know how to do that, what what's the point? You know what I mean? Like, what's the point of even, um, even trying almost, you know, because it just kind of like, uh, I don't know, it gets, it gets hard, you know, if, if you don't know how to run your mind, cause it's not like knowing what to do, you know, it's like knowing what to do is the easy part. It's like, what do you do when you've started to do the thing, you know, you should, which, okay, I'm going to eat well today. Right. And, uh, you're like, okay, I'm going to eat well today. And, uh, everything's cool, you know, until it starts to get to be afternoon, you know, and all of a sudden you say, oh, I feel like something sweet feel like a cookie if you like get my, my candy bar i usually get you know and you start in the cravings willpower starts going down you know you start getting hungry and then it's like well good luck you know what i mean what are you gonna do in that situation that that is the problem you got you know hey what's going on oh there we go get the whole, whole crew here um so yeah so it's it's really really important that you start to focus on the mindset piece of it you know stop looking for like more plans or more information you know, you know enough now about what you should do to lose weight. It's really about how to get yourself to do it, you know? And so, oh, look at that. How, how you doing? Hello again. Um, I always love your profile pictures upside down. I think that's funny. Um, so yeah, but, but the mindset piece, you know, it's like, and if you start focusing on that, that's where the whole game is, you know? But again, it's a process. You know, it's something you're learning. It's something you're developing within yourself. We always want that quick fix of the diet. Like, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. You know, we think that's the fastest way to get results, but it's not. Do you know what I mean? Like it's that, that quick fix mentality keeps us constantly in the first stage of the process, you know, because how far do you get with a, with a quick fix? You know what I mean? You're able to do it for a couple days or weeks, maybe usually, 
you know, and then you can't go any further. And it's, again, it's about taking a step back and I was, geez, I keep, I keep repeating that over and over and uh, I got to do it differently. And the different way again is the mindset piece because that reveals all, you know, that, that, that's where the source of all your problems are. And that's where the so source of all your solutions are as well. You know, um, yes, yeah, I wanted to say I'm on day three and already changes are happening. Amazing to me. This works, Jill. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When you change how you're thinking, it's, it's unbelievable. Right. <laughs> it's, uh, I was thinking, I mean, like, you know, if you look at like the average person, like what messaging are they getting? You know, like what, what message are they getting in the world? You know, like TV, the computer, the phone advertising, you know what I mean? The culture. And it's all negative messaging in terms of your health and your weight. You know, and so where do you get positive messaging? And it's like, look around where, you know, literally, I don't even know where it, it, the best messaging you get is people telling you what to do. And so my program, one part of it is just the hypnosis sessions where you are relaxed and calm. So there's a physical practice of relaxing, activating your parasympathetic nervous system. But the other piece is hearing positive things. You know, I always find it funny. Like some of the videos that do the best for me, just so simple. It's just like, the 10 foods I eat Monday through Thursday, they're healthy. You know, the most fiberful foods, you know, that I eat people are like, well, which food's got fiber in it? You know, he's like, holy shit. It's like, that's what I mean. Like we're so conditioned to eat shitty food that the idea of eating like just a simple natural diet just seems it's weird to us. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, we can't see it, you know? And so, um, yeah, when you hear all these positive messages, it makes you think differently. And when you think differently, you act differently. You know, but when people go on a diet, they're not thinking differently. Do you understand? They're thinking the exact same, but they're just using their willpower to try and fight against that. And that's why a diet, what's a diet feel like? It feels like you're fighting against yourself, you know? And with this program here, it feels like you're working with yourself. You know, it's not, it's not this adversarial, I'm going to fight myself to get myself to change. It's about let's, let's wear this together. I mean, let, let's move the direction. Like, I don't know. You know, it's like, uh, it's people start a diet and it's like, someone's got a gun to their head. You know, you think about like losing weight and not just losing weight, but, but becoming healthier, living healthier, feeling better about yourself, losing weight, looking better, feeling more confident. It's like the best thing in the world. It's the best thing in the world, in my opinion, and for most people's opinion. And yet people approach the process like someone's got a gun to their head, the miserable thing in the world. So how can that be? You know what I mean? And again, it's that diet mindset, which makes the whole process so shitty and miserable. It doesn't have to be, but you just need to have a little more patience. Give yourself a little bit of friggin' time. You know, you just want to do this so quick. That was like, it's like if you put this in a different context, the way we try and lose weight is asinine. It's like if you try to play the piano the same way, he goes, Oh, I'm going to play eight hours a day. I'm going to master in a month. If I can't play five songs in this by the end of the week, I'm quitting. You know what I mean? Like a bunch of babies. You know what I mean? Most people approach their weight loss like a bunch of babies, you know? So you got to be this for the long game. Yeah. Yeah. Jill says a lot of confusing messages about food. I think a lot of that's intentional, you know? And I think, um, I'll give it to you right now as clearly as I can is that I eat primarily, um, I eat primarily natural foods. You know what I mean? Like that's the biggest, there's different paradigms of food. And so let me give you a little bit of context because a lot of times we go, we zoom into like nutritional, we, we get real specialized with the nutritional stuff. Oh, how much protein am I eating? You know, or how much fiber am I getting? And it's like, we want to break it down to that, that one component you know, and we, we forget, we kind of lose sight of the big picture, you know? And so the first thing you want to do is you want to get foods you want to put into your body. And so let me start here. You really want to separate your eating into two categories, what you want to eat regularly and what you don't want to eat regularly. 
Okay. And so you need to silo those because so often people, they're just, they're intertwined. And so you want to eat healthy, but then if you eat some shitty food, it blows everything out and completely done with it. You need to like, even when you eat shitty food, you still want to eat healthy food because that's going to help you get back on track faster. Right. And so healthy food starts by how close to nature is it? You know, when it comes in a box and it's got, you know, ingredients this long, that's not going to be as healthy as something you get out of the produce section, you know, pretty much, you know, there's always some outlier situations, but you know, you get what I'm saying. The closer it gets to nature, the closer it gets to something you pulled out of the ground and you eat, or it's a, it's a step or two away from natural to when I'm eating it, you're going to be better off that way. Okay. And then moving on from there, I think the biggest mystery, well, it's not a mystery, but the biggest, the biggest shift that's happened in our eating, um, that, uh, you had never heard of the bread you eat. Oh, the, what the Ezekiel, um, what was I going to say the, uh, the, the, the fiber is like the biggest thing. I think, you know, I, I was reading this book, the evolution of the human body, and it was talking about evolution and the biggest shifts in our diet. Obviously the first one was going from hunter gatherer to, um, to farming, but the biggest one out of all of them was going from farming to the industrialized food system we have. Because that shifted, you know, even when we farmed, we still made natural food and then prepared and ate it. Okay. So again, it was a step away, but now what's happening is we have foods that are so processed that they're, they're super addictive. Um, they're super concentrated and unhealthy, you know, in the way that they interact in our body, the ingredients, there's chemicals and, and just, uh, you know, a bunch of bullshit in them. Um, and then the big one is that to process foods, usually they're removing the fiber because fiber doesn't process well. And so what foods have fiber in it? Well, vegetables, fruits, greens, beans, you know, these natural foods. And so I'm not saying you have to stop eating. Again, people are always all or nothing, you know, so it's all, oh, I got to become plant-based. I got to become a vegetarian. No, you don't have to become vegetarian, but just start having a plant-based focus in your diet. You know what I mean? Start putting more plant-based foods into your body. Still eat meat, still eat McDonald's, whatever shit you want to eat, go ahead, but get a, get some routines where you're putting healthy, natural foods into your body. All right. And especially fruits, vegetables, greens, and beans, you know, do you think fiber, fiber is very important then? I think fiber is the key. Now I, I think the other things are important too, but I think they're all overstated. I think proteins overstated in our society, you know, and I think fiber is the biggest thing. Now I'd say it's for me and my clients. What I've noticed is that the increase in fiber and not taking like Metamucil or some powdered fiber supplement. I'm talking about eating more fruits, vegetables, greens, and beans. All right. And um, yeah, we talk about this in the program, right? So even if, if, if you like, you make your, you optimize your breakfast and your lunch where you make them really healthy. So at least like, you know, four days a week, the first couple meals of the day, you're eating really high quality food, you know? And like that changes everything. Like, like without, Without changing any other of your diet, you know, that changes you because it starts to satisfy your micronutrient needs, starts to energize your body, starts to put fiber into your, your intestines. So here's the big one, right? I always say this. The reason fiber foods are so helpful for weight loss, A, they're fiber, fiberful foods, fruits, vegetables, greens, beans tend to be low calorie density, meaning, you know, you could eat a, you know, I don't know, a carrot that's this big and a cookie, it's about the same size. The cookies, hundred calories, the carrots, five, you see same volume, but one has, you know, 
20 times the calories, you know? So calorie density is a big thing. A lot of processed foods are very calorie dense. Natural foods tend to be a lot less calorie dense and have a lot of fiber in them. And so the reason the fiber is so helpful is really there's three big reasons. The first one is that with fiber foods, um, you have the calories are binded to the fiber. All right. So the first thing that happens is when you eat a carrot, it's a slower release of calories into your body. It's a slower absorption of glucose, slower blood sugar increase. It's more stable, you know, and, and sustained as opposed to eating flour or sugar, which spikes your blood sugar. Okay. Cause you absorb it so fast. And so the second thing is that because those calories are binded to the fiber, a lot of those calories just pass right through you without ever being absorbed, you know, because the fiber is not absorbed, it just passes through you. And the third one this is the big one is that the fiber isn't absorbed. So it stays in your intestines and it activates what's called the ileal break, which makes you feel fuller. You don't feel fuller because you're eating powders all day. You know, if you're eating a lot of flour and sugar and, and flour is the big one, right? The number one source of calories for adult Americans is baked goods, you know? And the other th things on the list are all flour-based pretty much, you know, a lot of them. Um, or sugar-based. And so think about it, right? Those are powders. You put those powders in your body and they're gone. You know what I mean? Just absorbing your body, nothing in your intestines. So you're always hungry, you know? And plus, like when you have flour or sugar, you spike your blood sugar levels and then your body says, oh, we got to clear this out, release the insulin. Your body's not even good at releasing insulin with spikes of, of blood sugar because it's very unnatural to, to spike your blood sugar. And so like in the natural world, you, you really can't spike your blood sugar short of maybe you find a, a beehive and eat all the honey. You know, there's no way to spike your blood sugar like that. But now in the natural, uh, in the unnatural world that we live in, um, we could spike our blood sugar like with, with easy, right? So um, when you start eating more fiberful foods, you fill up your intestines and you feel more satisfied because th that's a big part of what makes you feel satisfied and full, you know? And that's not, I'm not even getting into the microbiome because the fiber is like superfood for your microbiome, for a healthy microbiome. And that's just a whole nother thing, which they're just discovering. You know what I mean? Like the microbiome, they kind of known you because you know, you have more, more cells in your body are non-human than human, you know, like what's really digesting your food is your microbiome, all the other all gut, you know, um, gut microbes. If you eat a lot of bananas or grapes, don't you spike your blood sugar? Um, no, because there's, again, maybe grapes, grapes may, and everyone's different, you know what I mean? But um, grapes tend to spike them a little bit more, but bananas slower because again, they're, they're, um, the, the fiber is binded, you know, to it. And so by the way, you know, the blood sugar, bananas and grapes and fruits, that's fructose. Okay. Fructose is actually handled by the liver. And so table sugar is, is fructose and glucose. We call it sucrose. And so the glucose is what spikes your blood sugar and the fructose goes over to the liver and it's handled there. And so, um, the fruit is more, is, is fructose, you know? And so that goes to your liver. And so it doesn't, tend to spike your blood sugar, you know? So, but again, you always got to check yourself. I've seen, it's, it's weird. I mean, the glycemic index is fascinating, but I have a lot of clients that have been diabetic and they'll test themselves. And it's, 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 you can, I don't know, like, like every bodies are different, you know? And that's just a whole fascinating concept too, you know? That's why, you know, my program, it's like the eating blueprint. It's really about figuring out what works for you you know, which is unheard of, right? With the weight loss, it's like, oh, you know, let me get some plan from someone who's never met me and I don't know. And I'm just going to eat the way they tell me to eat. You know what I mean? Like how desperate are you that that's the plan you're going to follow? You know, I was joking. It's like, it's like if someone tells you how like what music to listen or what movies to watch or what fashion to wear. It's like, you're a person, you have your own unique, you know, preferences and lifestyle and genetics. You have to create an eating plan built around you. 
And so, yeah, it takes a little bit of time to do that. But once you got it, you got it. You know, like my eating plan is easy to follow because I built it around me. It's custom made for me. It has the healthy parts that keep me healthy. It's got the fun parts where I eat what I get to enjoy. You know, it's got everything I like. I built it around me. Right. And that makes, I, I just, <laughs> I mean, of course that's better. Right. Oh, it's, it's, I don't know. How am I going to figure that out? It's, it's not rocket science. It just takes a little bit of time, you know, which again, you know, it always brings us back to the first thing. There's three pillars to master your weight. My program, there's, there's three areas we go through. There's weight mastery blueprints. And I make a pyramid shape because the bottom level is your mindset. Without the mindset being proper, nothing's going to matter. The next step is the lifestyle. Okay. So it's kind of like mindset and strategies. And the two strategies that you need to master are your lifestyle strategies and your eating strategies. And they're all buffeted by the mindset piece underneath it. That's the foundation. And so when you have these plans figured out and customized to you, um, it changes everything. It changes from the inside out, you know, and you never do this. You're always doing the outside in trying to force yourself to eat differently. You know, that's why it doesn't last. Yes, I hated eating to a plan, but I did it. Yeah. Brilliant program, weight control forever. Yeah, that's right, Jill. That's what I mean. Um, so, and, and you know, and we, I, mean, I will say with, like, with program yourself then, one part of this as well is, is appreciating all the programs you've done, you know, and um, in learning, learning from the mistakes, you know, because we, we, there's a process we I'll talk about in this in program yourself then all the time, which is utilization. And this is something people don't do enough of where you want to look at the mistakes and the failed diets and learn from them so that you can optimize your plan moving forward. Um, so often people just, they make mistakes, they fail a program, then they just repeat it all over again. You know, you got to learn, you got to learn from your mistakes. And again, that's the key part of the redo rehearsal technique. That's why I want you to practice that. I really want you to get that redo rehearsal technique down because that is the, that is the technique that will change your it will change you from the inside out into a thin person more than any other technique. Okay. And as easy as it seems, it's actually a very nuanced thing. So I want you to play with it, use it, and then get on the calls. And let me walk you through it. Okay. Um, yeah. We believe we're a failure. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, uh, Stella says, glad I caught you live. I'm glad you did too. Yeah. I try to get on here. Normal time. Like uh, for me is kind of the afternoons somewhere between like one and four or five Eastern. Um, I am working on making that, the same time every day. I'm working so hard on that. <laughs> but that's, you know, that gets to the point of when I talk about weight loss, it's like, it's that idea that, that we so often just minimize what it takes to lose weight. You know, it, we, we minimize and say, oh, I just got to go on a diet. I, I just, I know what I got to do. I just got to do it. I just got to do it, you know? And it's just like a throwaway line we say, but what's just got to do it mean? It means you got to get up every day and you got to eat like a totally different person. You have to, prepare new foods. You have to eat in new ways. You have to buy new foods. I mean, it's, it's, a, there's a lot to things, you know, and as humans, we, we just like, we say things. So oh, I just gotta, I'm just gonna cut carbs out. Oh, I just gotta do it. I'm just gonna start the plan. I'm just gonna lose some weight. And when we just say it so, so flippantly, so casually, um, and it, and it, that's part of the problem as well, you know, is that you really need to commit yourself to this. You know, I, I believe, I think of like my programs, like it's like a, college course compressed into eight weeks. I mean, it's, it's, it's really robust. It's intense. And it takes a level of commitment that most people do not bring to their weight loss. You know, most people just wishing, wishing they lost weight, you know, just because you think about losing weight and wish you'd lose weight and you think about it all day long, doesn't mean you're committed to it. doesn't mean you want to do it. It just means you just run it around in your head. You know, you have to realize that it's, if you wonder why you're not getting results, I'll tell you why. It's because you're not committed. 
He's oh, I'm committed. I spent the last three weeks eating perfect. Three weeks, <laughs> three weeks. I mean, shit, you know, like, like when you do three months, now we're talking, you know, now we're getting somewhere, but if you can't even get past a week, two weeks on whatever plan you want to follow, what are you doing? You, you know what I mean? Like, what are you doing? And you just think like some magical time's going to happen where all of a sudden you can, um, <laughs> it, like if you take a step back and think, like some Monday's going to come and what you're just going to magically be this other person. You know what I mean? Like, like, you're just like, you're kind of going down the Creek without a, without a paddle. You know what I mean? When it comes to your weight loss. And so like, I don't say this to bum you out, but just, you've got to recognize the actual problem or you're just going to keep making the same mistake. You know, if you keep thinking that it's like, I don't, I don't even know what, you know, just this idea that you're just going to wake up all of a sudden, you know what I mean? And just be this different person. Just what, just start eating better. Like just magically, like what, like why, why hasn't that happened? And why would it all of a sudden start happening? you know, without something changing. <laughs> and so, and I'll tell you what needs to change again is your mindset. You've got to change your mindset. I mean, it's just, I think about this, you know, it's like we had a call yesterday and then it's been, it's been 20 years of this for me. Right. But it's like, we do a call yesterday and it's like this person gets on, it's their first call. Um, yeah. Jill says, yeah, I never heard anyone talk about this like you do. And it all makes sense. I appreciate that. And, and I'll, I accept that compliment because yeah, I, I've earned this. I, I've spent 20 years trying to figure this out. You know, there was no place to learn this from. You know what I mean? Like I, I'll take it, get certified in hypnosis, get certified in NLP, get certified as a yogi, get certified as a strategic coach, Tony Robbins thing, read 50 books a year in psychology, nutrition. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I just keep looking for it. Do done over 5,000 private weight loss sessions. Cause it's like, how do we do this? Because no one's teaching this. Who's teaching the mindset piece, you know, of weight loss, no one. And so everyone's just like, lost because what do you do if someone doesn't have the right mindset and you give them the plan it's just they just and the worst part is people just blame themselves there's something wrong with me you know i have no willpower it, it, it's not about willpower do, do you know what i mean it's kind of like it's this is one of the weirdest things like if you don't know how to play the piano if you no one ever taught you to play the piano like you wouldn't get mad at yourself because you don't know how to play it you just like, i never learned how to play the piano but when it comes to weight loss you're like oh i know how to lose weight i just don't do it because there's something wrong with me Instead of saying, I don't know how to lose weight. I don't know how to lose weight because I don't know how to think like a thin person. I know how to think like a dieter. I know how to think like an overweight person, but I don't know how to think like a thin person. And so it's almost like you're trying to learn a language with no one teaching it to you. <laughs> I mean, like you're just literally, you're floundering in the dark, you know, if you're not getting the mindset piece figured out, you know? Stella says, it's hard for me to control quantity. I consume any plan feels restrict restrictive to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, it's funny. Like I, I just, it's been such a paradigm shift for me, the fiber thing, you know, because it's like what people do on a diet is it's really about, and I got to say it, but it's like the diets don't want you to lose weight. Most of the big diets are owned by big food companies. Weight Watchers was owned by Heinz. Jenny Craig was owned by Nestle. Um, Slim Fast owned by the same company that owns Ben and Jerry's ice cream. The company owns Atkins food products, the same company that owns onions, pretzels, and Cinnabon. They don't want you to lose weight. And that's why every diet is what? Just stop eating so much, right? Keep eating the same dumb shit, but just don't eat so much of it. And good luck because it's that food that's making you so hungry. It's like food drugs, you know? When you're consuming lots of flour and sugar, yeah, you're gonna have lots of cravings and good luck stopping it. It's like, I was thinking like, and I don't mean it's so black and white when I'm gonna say this, but it's like if someone with like a, who does cocaine is like, hey, how do I deal with these cocaine cravings? Well, you stop doing cocaine. 
you know, or at least doing so much of it, you know, and it's like, um, with people, with the food, it's like, you can't just stop doing so much of the same thing. You've got to change what you're eating, you know? So it's way more, it's, it's not just about when, when it comes to the food, everyone just focuses on the, on the quantity of it, but you really have to focus on the quality of it. And I would focus on the quality first, cause that's usually easier when you're strategic with it. And once you have better quality food going into your body regularly, then it's easier to focus on the quantity of it you know, but you're just trying to cut the quantity down. You see, eating the same dumb shit or trying to starve yourself. You're never thinking about the quantity. You're not being strategic with how to manage your hunger. And so a lot of people think, oh, I need to be really hungry. I need to starve myself in order to lose weight. That's ass backwards. You're never going to stick with that. And so my program, it's about managing your hunger. How can you eat in a way where you feel satisfied? Because when you feel satisfied, guess what? It's way easier to eat better. You know what I mean? Like this ain't rocket science. But you're so entranced by the diets that you don't think this way, you know, and, you, and you're confused. You know, you're just, I don't know what to do, you know. Um, yeah, Jill says, I liked that on the call last night about portion control. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's, again, it's being strategic with it. I'm, uh, I was say, I was wondering, like, what your names. I always see that. It's like Lolly Baby. I was thinking it's like LA. I was thinking it's LA. You live in LA? I was thinking that. What do you think about Ozempic to treat diabetes type 2 and lose weight? Um, I don't like it much. Layla, Layla, okay. Got you. Um, I don't like it much at all. Uh, I have a client on Ozempic and she's nauseous all the time. You know, it's an intense ass medicine. You know, if you got type 2 diabetes, I guess maybe, you know what I mean? But if you're just going to take Ozempic to lose weight, what, for the rest of your life? You know, as well, you put that shit in your body for the rest of your life. We don't even know what it does. You know, it's intense medicine, you know, and I know people get so desperate. So oh, I don't know. I'll do a Zempic. I'll take drugs for the rest of my life. I'll get surgery. You know, I'm not knocking the desperation. I get it. But what I try to point out is that if you're so desperate, Jesus Christ, can you try a mindset based approach first? I've worked with people with that are going to do the surgery, but they got to lose 20 pounds first. I'll work. Oh, can you help me with this? I want to get the surgery. So I'll do it, but can you at least keep the door open and that maybe if I can help you with 20 pounds without surgery, they could just go the rest of the way without it. You know, and it's like, you know, I don't know. So it says, yeah, I wish there was a magic bill. Yeah, sure. Sure. But I, you know, it's like, I was thinking of this saying, cause so much, again, I, I don't want to sound like a broken record with the mindset piece, but it's like the closest thing you're gonna get to a magic pill is transforming your mindset. You know, the, the thing you're looking for is, is, it's a mindset thing. Cause there is no magic pill, first of all. So we know that, you know, and again, you know, your weight loss is one of the most amazing vehicles for you to improve yourself, you know? So again, I always just wait, take your weight loss and wrap it in personal development. You can use your weight mastery journey as one of, it, again, it's a vehicle to for personal development to become the person you want to be. I always say this, right? So most people just want to lose weight, but really what you want to do is you want to return, you want to return to your goal weight and live the rest of your life there on near autopilot. And that goal is different and it's more specific to what you actually want, but you're always focused on the weight loss, the quick fixes, you know? And instead, so this is a saying I was thinking of, like they say, don't wish things were easier, wish you were better. And I really live by that, you know? And so when I suck at stuff, or I'm not good at it. It's okay. A, I'm not in a rush and I'm going to get to become the person who is in control of it. But that mindset's completely different than just like, oh, I just want some quick fix. You know, someone just, I don't know. You know, so when you dedicate yourself to the process and mastering your weight, literally mastering it, 
you can do it. It's, it's the same thing as mastering anything. It's not like it's like, what well, it's easy, but it's not, or it's simple, but it's not easy sort of thing. You know, um, can you talk more about the content structure of your program? Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, Jill says it's brilliant. It is brilliant. It really is. I, again, I, I, what can I say? I, I always say like, I get the number one weight mastery program on the planet. I'm kind of cheating a little bit because I'm probably the only weight mastery program on the planet because everything's about fast weight loss. But so my program, it's an eight-week program. And the first thing you learn is the program yourself thin technique. So this is a self-hypnotic programming technique where you program your subconscious mind. That's what's running all of your eating, your habitual thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. And so I show you a one-minute self-hypnotic programming technique you use at night to program your subconscious mind. And that's kind of the core technique. Um, next, there's a workbook, 60-page workbook, where I take you through, these are your weight mastery blueprints, your mindset blueprint, your lifestyle blueprint, your eating blueprints. You fill these out. They're specific to you. And so you have these forever. You know, these are living, breathing documents that you keep tweaking and optimizing. And it's your path you're going to follow to master your weight right there explicitly. And then the third piece is the hypnosis session. So in my program, it's eight weeks in every day, every morning, it's delivered through your phone. Every morning when you wake up, there's a message and you click on it and you go listen to a five minute hypnosis session to start your day. And not only do you relax yourself, activate your parasympathetic nervous system, but you start getting all these positive suggestions, these weight loss mantras. Each day is a different one. You know, by the end of the program, you've gotten like 75 weight loss mantras embedded deep into your subconscious mind. And they, that's what people are always saying. It's like, it's like a hypnotic weight loss cocoon. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So Jill says, yeah, like one of them, for example, right. How, I, I changed how she thinks about water in one day. Again, it's using hypnosis to change the way you're thinking. It's the positive reinforcement that you never get anywhere in your life, you know? And so every morning you start with a five minute session and then at night there's a sleep gnosis session, which is about 10 minutes. And you can listen to that right as you go to sleep or right, you know, earlier in the night, there's two versions. One doesn't have a countout. So you just go to sleep and one does have a countout. And so, you know, these become the, uh, you know, these are the, the, the sleep gnosis sessions each week you get one. And these are the core weight loss mantras. Um, and you start thinking differently. You know what I mean? Like it's, how did you, you know, how did you learn your initial language? You know what I mean? You hear it and it goes into your mind. You know what I mean? You start to understand things. So again, it's very effective on that level. You know what I mean? So it's every day, you know, you're getting this hypnotic weight loss cocoon. And then there's a hypnosis library with another 25, 30 sessions in it. Um, yeah, yeah, Jill, you can listen to those as much as you want. Some people listen to the morning ones a couple times, you know, in the, in the morning during the day, because that five minutes, it's nice. Like, it just feels good. That's why I try to say, like, my program is the only program of someone, weight loss program, someone start on a Friday, you know, because it's not miserable. You're not starting, you're not starting tomorrow, cutting 50% of your calories out. You're starting listening to a five minute hypnosis session. <laughs> so what happens is you start looking forward to the next morning. You're like, oh, that's my relaxation time. And you find like, that's the most enjoyable part of your day, you know, until the sleep gnosis and you just get to oh, relax and calm down. And I hear all this nice stuff and it feels nice. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm saying positive things to you that are, they're practical strategies, but then they're putting context of you mastering your weight of you being the best version of yourself you can be. You know, and then we have calls every Tuesday and Thursday. Um, we have coaching calls, you know, I work with you. I literally help you. And that's probably one of the most valuable parts of the whole program right now. And, um, you know, I, I can, I can just flip you around. You know what I mean? I've done over 5,000 private weight loss sessions. So yeah, it's, I don't know any program like this. 
Like I've never even seen anything close to it. You know, you get some weight loss programs, like three hypnosis sessions. Man, good luck. You know what I mean? You need a, you need a robust, comprehensive strategy and, and holistic approach to really master your weight. You know, and that's what this is. If you do fall asleep, do they still work? Well, here's the thing. They've done studies. And if you're asleep listening to hypnosis, they, nothing's really going on. However, if you're listening to the hypnosis session as you fall asleep, well, that's a different story because every time we go to sleep, we pass through a hypnagogic state, right? This hypnotic trance state. And I'm a big fan of like listening to a hypnosis session and then I fall asleep. And as I'm going to sleep, those suggestions are going into my mind. And so sometimes they'll kind of influence my dreams and they're definitely influencing my thoughts in a more profound, deeper way. Cause you know, as you go to sleep, it's really fascinating. When you go to sleep, you go from your conscious logical mind to your subconscious imaginative mind, your dream mind. And so, you know, when that shift happens sometimes, like, cause you feel like you're about to, you feel like you're falling, even though you're laying down flat, it feels like you're falling. That's really your imagination coming to the forefront. And, um, you becoming primarily dream mind oriented. And so during that process, I love having like positive suggestions going into my mind. You know, it can only help. But once you're asleep, I don't think there's there's much going on there. But that listening to them right before it is, is really good. You know, definitely helpful. So yeah, so, um, you know, th that's the approach. And it's like, it, it takes so much out of it because, you know, with weight loss, with diets, usually people are so, um, people are so like, uh, kind of superstitious. It's, it's like they approach the diet. It's almost like an endurance test. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, well, how long can I do this for? Someone was on, when we first started this call. I don't know if you were all on here, but Angela, um, she's doing the typical thing. You know, she cut down her calories to 1200 calories. She's working out. She's fasting a couple of days. You know, she's doing all, the, all that stuff, you know? And, um, she's like, oh, I haven't seen the scale move yet. I don't know what's going on, what's happening. And so how long has it been? 13 days. You know what I mean? It was like, that's how most people do it, right? It's like this endurance test. I always joke around. It's like they're in jail. You know what I mean? Like doing the, the check marks of each day because it's so miserable and it's so difficult. And then when the scale doesn't go down, it just feels, it's just a matter of time till you quit. You know, it's too much. And then you just go back to doing nothing. People are all or nothing. Um, I suggest you become all or something. All right. Um, how long does your program go? And what about the success rate? The program is eight weeks. You know, again, I mean, it's something you have lifetime access to. You know, because to be honest, I mean, you know, you go through it one time and then you do it again. You know, let me reset it for you. And, and you listen to the sessions all over again because it's a lot of stuff coming at you. I'll, I'll be the first to admit that um, the success rate's up to you. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like I, I definitely have realized that people that use the program are extremely successful. I, I mean, I can, what am I going to do? You know, one, one person just finished the program because um, this is a new version I started. I've been doing a lot of private coaching the last five years. Um, so in January, I kicked this version off where I'm. I'm coaching you. And then this whole program is put together this way. And so I just did the first go round of it with a kind of a small group of people. So it's like, I was talking to someone yesterday and it's like, I don't even like to say this stuff, but you know, so she lost 20, 28 pounds, you know, um, which she was an outlier. I mean, she probably lost more than, than most people do on the program. Um, but so it's like, Oh, what's the success rate? Well, the success rate depends on how much you use it. Do you know what I mean? Like, like so always remember that the success rate is really relative to where you're at. I will say this, the big difference, like I said, with the diet is you're, you're all or nothing. You're doing it. You're not doing it with my program. Like you're doing it. And then when you feel discouraged or frustrated or you step off track, like that's when the program really begins because the most important skill you need to develop in order to master your weight is not the ability to be perfect. It's to be able to get back on track fast. And you have no ability to do that, right? You're all on, you're, you're doing your program, doing your program, doing your program. And as soon as you kind of break it or you get off track, it's like you're off track for months. 
you know, and you have no ability to get back on track fast. And so my program, it's very, very easy. Well, I mean, you, you, it, it's built right into it. Again, I tell you about that program itself then technique. It's the redo and rehearsal technique. That redo technique is the most important technique in the entire program, in my opinion, because we all make mistakes. And so what is your strategy for when you make a mistake? Most people's strategy is either put it out of their mind or they beat themselves up about it. Both of those strategies suck and keep you overweight and stuck. And so what you need to do is you need to learn from your mistakes. Again, that's utilization. That's the most important advice I could give you is that you need to learn from the mistakes you're making. And you're not, you're not learning from them. That's why you keep repeating the same things. Again, you know, as little about, you know, as little about how to lose weight now as you did before you started your first diet, which is say, you know, nothing, you know, this is a program about really understanding yourself. So yeah, if you commit yourself to it, your success rate's guaranteed, guaranteed because we're doing the nuts and bolts of why, of how to get yourself to behave differently, you know? And so once you get rid of the time frames and say, oh, well, how much weight can I lose in a week? How much weight can I lose in eight weeks? Well, who gives a shit? It's like, it's about how can you lose weight for the rest of your life? How can you live as a thin person forever? That's the goal. And it's very matter of fact. And so, um, yeah, it's unlike anything, you know, genuinely, because it's all built around you too. So yeah, that's frustrating. Would it be easier if I just gave you a meal plan? Yeah, sure. I guess you'd feel like it was easier, but then you wouldn't follow it. And so is it easier if you don't use it? You know what I mean? So it's like, you got to take the time to really What's that shit, that, that Latin saying, right? Know thyself. I, I forget what the, the Latin phrase for it is, but you got to know thyself. You have to figure out who you are if you have any chance at all of changing. And I genuinely mean that, you know? Um, Stella says, out of context, I know, but I was wondering, do you speak any Greek? I don't, I don't. I wish I did. Um, I never took, we had Greek classes too. I wish I took those instead of the Bible study ones, but. I didn't, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Layla. So, so that's kind of it, you know? And, and so anyways, though, if you do want to find out about the program, um, you can go click on that link, get the hypnosis session anyways, test out what a hypnosis session feels like and how it impacts you. And then once you sign up for that, it takes me a little bit to send it to you. There's a training there, three steps to master your weight. Watch that training. Anyways, if you're even remotely serious about losing weight, um, you should watch that. And then it's about 25, 30 minutes or so. And then if you're interested, I go through the whole program, you know, what's included and everything. Cause there's more stuff than that, but that, those are the main things. But, um, yeah, it, it's, you know, I think one of the things that I really focus on is what, what are the practical steps to get the results you want? And I can tell you it's 100% not what you're thinking about, you know, like that's all I, I can't go through every little detail here, but I, I could promise you that, um, you're getting what you're getting because you're creating these results. You know, you think like you're trying to do everything and then you're like, your body's fighting against you, but it's more that your mindset is inadequate. It's unprepared. You don't have the, the mindset components to get the results you want, you know? And so that's what I'm saying. Like, this is a different approach than you've ever done. I guarantee that. And it's not about learning more nutrition. Um, or even like learning what to eat. It's about getting yourself to behave in a new way, you know, that, that, that helps you lower the weight, you know? Um, yeah. Jill says, I really feel this is going to change my life. Yeah, it will. You know, um, like that's what I'm saying. Like, like, see, okay. So, so diets, right. Everything about a diet is built around you being on track. Right. So it's like when you're doing a diet, you're either following it and getting results or you're not following and not thinking about it. Okay. So my program, 
when you're on track and doing well, great. Now we're, we're diagnosing and understand how, how am I doing that? So we understand that more and the subtleties of it, you know, not just what am I doing? What am I eating? What am I thinking? What am I feeling in order to get myself to be on track? We, we, you know, we go to that deeper level and once you understand that it gives you more control, you know, and it's like, you, you have no control of any of this right now. So when I say like my mindset program, right, that's the first thing you start with in the workbook, my mindset piece, right? So you think about what's mindset mean to you, right? It's just some vague concept of how I think, right? You don't really have a detailed idea of what a mindset even is, you know? So my program, it's six categories. There's six components to a mindset that you go through and fill out. The first one is motivation. Do you know how to motivate yourself? No, you're not even motivated now. You know what I mean? You think about weight loss all the time, but that's not motivation. Um, motivation is when you're ready to, okay, now I really want to do this. I want to eat well. I want to live well. I want to be this person who I want to be. I want to live as this version of me. Real genuine motivation. So I take you through the motivation matrix. Level one is pain and pleasure, how to use it strategically. Level two is um, intrinsic, extrinsic motivation, the science of motivation. Do you know there's a science of motivation? You know, might be helpful <laughs> if you want to change your weight. If you want to change your behaviors, you might want to know about motivation and how to create it in yourself. Right. Um, the next category is your self-image. This entire process comes down to your self-image. It's a process of you becoming someone different. So you never look at it that way. Your whole weight loss mindset is about not being who you are. I, I want to lose the weight. I want to stop being an overeater. I want to stop being overweight, you know? And so your whole mindset is based around what you don't want. And you not ever thinking about what you actually do want. You're never focusing on that. And so that self-image piece is if you're going to live as a person who's 20, 30 pounds lighter, you, it's a new identity. It's a new self-image. So you got to start with that. Um, then there's habits, the neuroscience of habits. Do you have any clue about that? Probably not. You just use your willpower to try and fight against them. Um, next thing is emotions, how to feel what you want to feel, deal with the negative emotions you don't want to feel. Um, thinking like a thin person, literally the, the components are how to think like a thin person broken down and then you fill them out for yourself. And then the final one is maintenance, you know, how to maintain your success here. And not once you get to your goal weight, but from day one to day two, week one to week two, um, how do you maintain? How do you stay on track? You know, what do you do when you do get off track? Do you have any plan? Right. Um, you know, most people have no control over any of this stuff. So yeah, you, as you, so it breaks it down. You know what I mean? And, and so when you are struggling with motivation, well, I'll point you to the motivation thing. Look back at your answers. Are they re-inspired? Yes. Oh, are you re-inspired? No. Okay, go back to work. What's really motivating to you then? You know, it's all these nuts and bolts that you never focus on. You know, I didn't think like a thin person, even when I was thin, that's shocking to realize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Like, I, I'll I, I had that same thing. I, I caught myself one time. I remember this so well because everyone I grew up around was overweight. You know what I mean? Like, like it just, and everyone older, everyone, pretty much everyone, you know what I mean? Most, most people are overweight. And I remember I'd lost the weight and it'd been like five years. And I remember all of a sudden I was like, what am I going to do when I get older? And I put the weight back on. And I was like, I caught it though. I was like, what the hell? What, why did I think that? You know, why did I say that? And I was like, oh, that's a presupposition I have. I'm anticipating I'm going to put the weight back on. The, the, the program I'm running, how I'm thinking of myself is I'm going to put the weight back on. So I, I, again, I, I identified it, corrected it and, and readjusted. But that's what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? It, it's about realizing um, that it's the way you're thinking and it's so subtle. It's very subtle. But once you start appreciating that thinking level and you recognize it and you start going to, to work on that level, again, it, you get changes that are like unheard of that things you've never been experienced. Cause you've never focused on that level. 
You know what I mean? Um, you're just focusing on the conscious level, trying to just fight against yourself. You're trying to fight against that programming. So it's like in your mind, if you like everyone you know is gets overweight when they're older and, they're, and I didn't catch that thought in my mind, I'm like, oh, when I get older, I'm going to be overweight. Well, if I have that thought as I start getting older, am, is it because I'm just going to gain weight or is it because I believe I'm going to gain weight? So I just start eating more. Right. So again, what, what we think about is, is driving so much of our behavior and has so much influence. And so when you change it, again, you, you get crazy results because you start, um, you, you get really to the level that's really in control of things, you know, and, uh, that, that's the empowering part, you know, and that, that's why it's so different for people to do this approach, you know? Yeah. Stella's a spot on. Right. Exactly. So it's like, once you understand these levels, it's like, I don't know, it, it's, you can appreciate, you can appreciate why you do what you do. You know what I mean? Like right now you have no idea why, why it's like, you want to lose weight. You start today. Okay. Today I'm going to eat well, no, no sugar today. You know, that's the intention. And then you get to the afternoon and it's like every cell of your being feels like it's screaming out for sugar. And you have no idea how to fight against that. You know, and you don't, you know, um, eat sugar, <laughs> you know, and this is, I mean, this is not, is this not the, the core problem you have, right? You, you, you want to eat well, you intend to do it. And next thing you know, some party is compelling you to eat the wrong thing. And, and on it goes, you know? And so until you, you recognize that part and deal with it, it, um, how would you ever have a chance in hell, you know, of ever really, um, changing, changing your weight, you know? Um, Jill said, I started telling my friends about your program. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. I really appreciate that. You know? Yeah. It's, it's the shit it's, um, yeah, it, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it really is. I don't know. Like, I, I'll tell you, like, I know it is. And it's like, I've been doing private coaching and I, I know it. Like I, I create all these changes with people and, um, and that's cool. But, but doing the group now, it's like, it's cool. It's just, it's a lot more people, you know what I mean? Like, like getting results. And it's like everyone, everyone who gets on the calls, no matter what they're struggling with, it's like, you just, you just flip them around because it's like, it's just, it's obvious when you look at this level, like it's not rocket science. It's just, but you never think in the ways I'm talking about, you know, um, you, you never really like you, you have no mindset awareness. I, I'll give you an example of what I mean. I was just thinking about this today. So it's like, so I play guitar and, um, music's funny, you know, where it's like you, if you've never studied music, like you hear music and you, you like it, you know, you know, you enjoy whatever you like. But it's like you have no awareness of the components of what you're hearing. You you probably don't understand like the measures. You don't understand the chord progressions. You don't understand the melodies. You don't understand if, the, you know, music's just a series of notes. They go up and down. You don't know if it's ascending or descending. Like you have no sense of any of that structure. It's just, it's, a, you're, it's an invisible, like you're deaf to it. You know what I mean? Like you literally, it doesn't exist in your world if you've never studied music. And this is what it's like with your weight loss. You have no concept of your mindset you know what i mean you have a vague sense of like oh yeah my mindset i guess i guess my thinking you know but it's like you have no nuts and bolts systematic understanding of your mindset like the music like once you understand music contextually it, it gives you ears and eyes and concepts to to understand it and um on a whole different level which gives you more control and influence over music to be able to create it to be able to replicate what music you're hearing um it lets you understand that and so it's not it's not just knowing it, it's learning it. It's a system. It's an understanding. It's a paradigm. And so when it comes to weight loss, you again, have a general sense of, um, I don't know, I, I guess I know what to do. I just gotta get myself to do it. You use these vague terms, but it's like, you have no way of describing any of these things. And so this is why I'm trying to tell you, like, it's not, 
it's not just about the success you achieve in the program. It's also about when you struggle, when you, you know, all of a sudden life shits all over you and it's just like life's tough and it's hard. It's like, then you have the tools to understand how it's impacting you and how to change it, you know, cause you can see how it's impacting you so you can fix it. Again, it's like a mechanic, right? So a mechanic, it's like you have a noise in your car and you're like, well, something's wrong. You know what I mean? Like, that's it. <laughs> something's wrong. I don't know. It's coming from the back. I don't know. And a mechanic listens to it and they have a mental map, right? Of, of the car and they can understand from that noise and where it's coming from and, and the different, you know, um, things happening it, it, contextually, like what the problem probably is. They can diagnose it faster and the diagnosing it allows them to fix it. You see, but you're at a point where you can't even diagnose it. You know what I mean? Like you, you just, you literally don't have the mental model to look at your weight loss and your mindset piece of it and figure out where the problem is. You know, you have no idea of self-image. You have no idea how to motivate yourself. You have no idea how to change your habits. You have no idea how to influence your emotions genuinely without food. You have no idea how to think like a thin person. You have no idea how to maintain, you know, your success long-term. And so if you don't know how to do those things, like what are you doing? You know, and so at the very least, I say, you know, say, well, yeah, you know what? I don't know how to do those things and I don't give a shit. Great. Well, then take yourself off the hook. Stop thinking like you're trying to lose weight when you're really not, you, you know, um, because most people, again, they're just thinking, I'd love to lose weight. I wish I could lose weight. I wish I could lose weight. I wish I could lose weight. You know, great. You know, when are you going to actually take some action and do it? You know, because I always say this to people like, you know, you're going to get to the end of your life and you're going to look back and you're going to be pissed. You know what I mean? That you didn't invest more in your health. Guaranteed. You know, um, cause there's no age you get to where all of a sudden you figure out the weight thing. You know, I've had so many conversations with people in their sixties, seventies, and it's like, they're still struggling with it. You know, it's going to be the rest of your life potentially, you know, and you look back and you say, God damn it. This was the most important thing I could have invested in. And I didn't, you know, and, um, I wish I did. And that's how it is. You know what I mean? For people. And so we got to get out here. I, I do this for free. Cause it's like, I'm just trying to let you know that the diet is it's ineffective because it's never teaching that mindset piece you know? And so it's just you trying to follow different plans with the same mindset. And it's the mindset piece that's no matter what you do, you know what I mean? It's going to be, um, you're just going to keep repeating the same process over. It gives a shit. If you're trying to intermittent fast, oh, I did that for a couple of weeks. And, was, uh, and I tried keto and I did that for a couple of weeks. And I tried this and I did that for a couple of weeks. You know, is that the story? You know? Um, yeah. Jill says my first diet at 16 I'm 57 now. Yeah. So there you go. Right. 40 years. I get that all the time. People 40 years in the game, you know, and they're no further along. That's the thing. You'll see this chill again. This is what I'm trying to say. Like, it's not about in eight weeks. It's really not about how much weight you lose. It's about how much you understand the process, how to influence yourself, how much lifestyle habits you've installed into your life, how much tweaking you've done to your eating habits, how confident you are, how good you feel, because who gives a shit about eight weeks? I care about where you're at next year. You know, there's that saying that people underestimate how much weight they can lose in a month or they overestimate how much weight they can lose in a month and underestimate how much weight they can lose in a year, you know? So you start orienting yourself to next year at this time, you know, you set yourself, oh, okay, all right, let's do this. Let's do it strategically, systematically. Instead of this frigging, oh, I'm just going to start starving myself so I can lose some weight. Well, why? If you can't maintain it, what's the point? <laughs> you know what I mean, gives a shit. You know, what, what's the point of temporary weight loss? I, I just don't understand it. You know, because you think you think, oh, if I if I lose the weight, then I'll keep it off. No, you won't. I mean, haven't you lost weight and put it back on anyways? You know, every client I talk to, it's like they, they've lost weight and put it back on. So is that what's happened to you? 
So why would you lose the weight again? And then all of a sudden, magically, you're going to keep it off. You know? So at some point, again, you got to take a step back. You go meta. You got to look at yourself from a different angle and realize what you're doing. Because you, you, everyone needs more perspective. You know what I mean? Because we get, we get trapped in our first person point of view. We go through our lives first person just kind of moving through life. We need to take a, a break once in a while and kind of look at our lives from a different angle, you know, so that we can see the recurring patterns. We can see ourselves, oh shit, I'm on a hamster wheel of my, my weight loss. I just keep doing the same process over and over. You know, I got to change it up. And again, the changing up really what I'd suggest is the mindset piece. Take everything you know about weight loss and start to transform your mindset. That's when you start getting the results you want. You know, that that's the real secret to it all, you know? So, yeah. All right. Let me get out of here. Got some videos coming up. I think they're pretty good. Um, check them out. Like them. Um, again, go get go get that hypnosis session that's on the, the bio page. Go watch that training that's there. Um, if you're really serious, go sign up for the program. <laughs> you know, if you think these videos are good and stuff, like why not make a real commitment, you know, and really take care of this area of your life, you know, once and for all. We'll be working together. Talk tomorrow on a call, you know, it may move you forward in a dramatic way. Um, if you're not ready for that, you can go listen to my hypno or my, my podcast is on all the major platforms. Um, if you listen to it, leave a review, right? Say, say it's the most amazing thing you ever heard if you'd like to. Um, and then my YouTube channel is just Jim Katsoulis. And so I put some cool stuff up there because um, thank you. I've been listening to them two times a day. Yeah, super job. Nice job. Nice job. Um, yeah, that, that's the secret. You know what I mean? It, it's kind of listening to them a lot and changing that mindset. You know, that's how you can get the results that you want. Yeah. And thank you, Jill. Yeah. And, and Jill, that was you yesterday, right? That, that was, you know, like it, it was so weird. It was showing you calling from like, cause I, I feel like it reminds me cause I have an external monitor, which is a Samsung. And it's like, it was showing you like calling from like a Samsung thing. And, uh, but anyways, yeah. So if you can get on, um, you can get on with your phone, you know, if you, if you want to get on video and talk, you can use the phone. So you can just do audio if you want. And then if you want to just chat, okay, you use them. So yeah, if you want to get on there, that's fine. If you want to just chat, that's fine. If you want to just listen, that's fine. You know, it's up to you. You use the pro program you want. Um, but yeah. And so, yeah, uh, YouTube podcast, go get that link, go grab that. And uh, yeah, check out some videos I got coming up as well. So all right, everyone have a great day and we'll talk soon. Bye.